How you doing? How you doing? Good. What's Owen Shaw doing on Monday? Yeah, um, that might be my first question. Uh, coffee. Got my little uh, ride ride cup. You know, Sweet. enjoy and so just kind of um, you know looking at some uh, files and things like that. Probably pretty standard morning Monday morning for you too. I don't I don't know. I normally don't do much on Mondays, but Monday is my big work day for me. Yeah. It's like all the athletes making sure everybody did stuff on the weekend what's going on this week uh content right. stuff so yeah similar thing it's it's always good to have a recovery day uh it's amazing how much more you can get done when you ride one hour versus four hours right yeah because you know how it is four hours is not really four hours it's you know there's a there's probably a stop in there so now you got four and a half you know 420 and then this and that and clean your bike and you're like man it's half the day is gone <laughs> dude the getting ready i mean and i love so especially when i was in upstate new york getting ready could be like a 40 minute thing with all the layers of <laughs> the stuff and the cream to put yeah. on your face and da, 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 da. it's like man you're down in florida where do you ever wear arm warmers i was actually thinking of you the other day i went to put on arm warmers and i was thinking of this call and i'm like i wonder if owen's ever worn arm warmers in florida dude i'm always cold are um, you yeah like all right guys will make fun of me all the time and i mean it'll be you know 60 something and i'm just all right give me my arm warmers and they're like what like i just i'm always cold interesting like even it was uh it was raining saturday and i grabbed this rain jacket you know and it's like but you get down the road 30 minutes and you're already sweating so you're already wet you know and then but i just didn't want to be cold you know yeah it was there's something to be said for that about the cold like i've never been a fan of the rain jacket because of the fact that you're sweating but Mm -hmm. you are hot and sweating as opposed to possibly cold and sweating and i think of like joe martin last Mm -hmm. last year when it rained at the road race if i had had a rain jacket on i would have been in a better position but um dude we're talking about florida let's jump into the origin story for people that don't know owen yet uh if you're at a bike race and owen's in it there's a good chance he's going to be on the podium he's going to be animating um i really have started this series trying to pick cyclists that i've engaged with race with whatever that have just i know are knowledgeable in the sport it's more than just watts or you know they're extremely talented athletes. I think it's really interesting story from what I've gathered from you of coming from Florida. And I'll let you tell your own story, but you know being in running, being in triathlon, being in cycling, you've have just this depth of endurance sport experience that I know people will be able to pick from. And kind of what's your what's your story? How did you get into? When did you start with running? Have you always been running? Yeah, yeah. So I was um, running since I can remember, you know, and um, so I I moved to Jacksonville on a track and field scholarship. Um, So I was a distance runner. Um, And yeah, so moved up here in 99 and just kind of got into that circle and and started working at a local running store and just love running, you know, I was, was pretty good at it. And, you know, I could, you know, like, here we have the the big 15k national championship for for running every year and um, I had finished in the top 30 one one time and so I was always like good enough to like compete with the top women so like I'd always like every year I'd lose to like you know Dina Castor or you know Jen Rines if you know some of the top women runners back then and 
and so that was I was always like man I'm just you know good enough to be be with the top women you know but um so yeah like I think um I moved in with a couple guy or no I kind of started I had a buddy who wanted to start a triathlon series up here and so I was like man triathlon would be cool I've kind of done the running thing like I'll I'll try it you know and and literally, I think I showed up at the first race, you know, I hadn't really ridden a bike, hadn't swam. And, you know, I think I finished third or fourth overall. And, and everybody's like, what? You didn't even, you know, this is your third time on the bike. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, and yeah, but I had really good running fitness coming in. So like, you know, I was like a 15 minute 5k guy, like I was running well. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so got into that. And then, um, you know, qualified for the world championships in triathlon and um, for the half iron distance and had finished like a top 10 at New Orleans one year. Um, they had actually canceled the swim. So it was a run, bike, run. And I mean, I was just whomping on pros. Like, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the run course, just flying by these pros and they're like, well, who's this guy, you know? And, and uh, so, yeah, so the swim was just always my downfall. So then I kind of morphed into the, the duathlon side of things. That was and, nice. Okay um qualified for worlds for that and I was about maybe a month or two out and I was actually training with this guy named Dirk Bockel um Bockel had finished um fourth at Kona twice um so he's you know Kona's the world championships he's he's finished fourth I mean you know the years that Craig Alexander set in the course record um but yeah so I was training with him and then my knee started hurting running and so and I what this, is it? When are we talking? Um, 2000, probably late 2013, 2014 okay. almost. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had kind of went over and, and won a couple um, age group time trial championships. I saw know, that. When it, if, know, you, for the, if you scope yeah. out Owen on road results, it's like yeah. the first couple seasons, it's like two races, two races. Yeah. I'm like, TT, this dude's coming from triathlon. Okay, I like it. Right. Yeah. So that, you know, I was showing up winning the 30 to 34, you know, state championship. And again, I, I had some roommates that were really cool that were really into mountain biking and, and road riding. So like, yeah, once the knee uh, went out, I mean, I went, and, you know, I know everybody in Jacksonville. I mean, literally I was in the Jaguars headquarters with uh, this gentleman named Mike Ryan, who's one of the most knowledgeable people I've ever met in my world and my life. And he's like, dude, I don't know what's going on. You know, he's like, you got to do this and that and that. And it just never, it never, I couldn't, I mean, I was scared to take a step off of like a curb. It was hurting so bad. I mean, you know, and they, nobody could tell me anything, you know, you got some chondromalacia, you got some, you know, or maybe you got blood, you know, it was just one of those weird things. So I was like, all right, I enjoy riding the bike. I'm going to go ride the bike. No pain riding. No pain ride. No, I, like there was about a week I couldn't stand up and accelerate, but um, yeah, I mean, I was scared to walk, but I could ride, you know, 60 miles, no problem. So crazy how that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's just like it, one activity. Nope. Other one. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that was really, you know, that was probably like the 2014 range where I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go after this. And um, yeah, you might, probably know my results I have to look back at them sometimes and I was like wait a minute what year but I just know 
2015 was the first year I did Masters Nationals in um, Ogden, Utah. And so I knew I went in that to that year and I was like, I was going good, you know, mm-hmm. like I ended up pulling uh, two second places and a ninth, you know, and I think it was one of my better national finishes. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of how it went was just, you know, this runner that was, you know, was pretty good. And then triathlete, and, you know, I'd, I could whip up on the local scene here. I was, I was just, my swim never got to the point where it could be, I could be at that pro pro level. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, then it was like, all right, I'm just going to do this biking thing. Um, a lot of guys know, um, David Gutton plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my big pitch on here is, is I've always had a coach most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I believe in it, you know, so, and I've been at, you know, I, I ride at the higher levels or I've been at the higher levels on most of all this, you know, so from a collegiate coach to so on, I've always had a coach. And I think it's just the best way to learn, best way to educate yourself. Um, you know, you're not, I think you said it best one time. It was something like the, the tree can't see in the forest or something like yeah, that. It's hard to see. Uh, yeah. It's hard to see the, tr- it's hard to see the forest when you're staring at the trees. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so that, I was like, man, you know, and then, you know, it's like doctors don't operate on themselves, all this stuff. So it, it really, the biggest thing I've gotten from, you know, just life in general is all my coaches, you know? Um, so, so yeah, David Guttenplan was one of my, my first cycling coaches. And, and I mean, it was like, you know, we talk about like 20 minute test all the time and stuff like that. And I think in a couple triathlons, I'd done like maybe, you know, short triathlons, I'd done like three thirty, three forty for 20 minutes, you know, on a mm-hmm. bike split. And, and I worked with him one winter, you know, and it was like, he's like, go out and ride, you know, four to five hours at 200 Watts. And I'm like, man, I can do that. And I mean, after like four hours, I'm like limping home. I'm like, why can't I hold 200 Watts anymore? And I'm just like dying, you know, and I didn't get it. And then, you know, that February, I think I went like 381 or something, you know, so it was like a, yeah, dude, people don't understand that the longer, endurance like we're in an endurance sport that's going to translate to higher power at so much shorter durations and raleigh weaver i just posted a uh kind of chat i did with him and he was like talking about he saw a thing for become a pro cyclist in seven hours a week and he's just like you know everybody now just wants a shortcut and you know if you don't want to do the four-hour ride like there's some things that you're not going to accomplish because you don't do that um and it's understandable some people don't have that time but to have the expectations that you're going to make all the gains that the riders who are putting in the hours are going to make it just doesn't work that way so what's coming from i mean it's an interesting transition that you've had because you've jumped into like hey i'm i'm gonna go show up at uh the masters nationals and oh yeah i got a couple second places and dude it's like every nationals you go to you get a couple podiums which is mind-blowing to just be your very very consistent rider which coming from triathlon a lot of those athletes have a struggle with understanding bike racing because it's a different pacing it's a different strategy you're obviously racing with other people where if you're not doing a draft legal try, you're never even trying to get near someone else. What do you think are a couple tips that you could give to people who are coming from triathlon and saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe I want to focus on just one sport because I think cycling is really picking up that, um, 
momentum from people that are saying, Hey, I don't have time to swim. I don't have time to do one of these. And they always seem to, from what I see, see is like they pick the bike. What are a couple of things that maybe helped you accelerate your progress or, you know, Hey, what would you tell Johnny who's coming from trying now he's a cat five, like how can he get better quicker? Man, there's, I guess there's a tons of them and I, and I, and I made every mistake, you know, I was just like, all right, I'm going to sit on, you know, sit on the front until they just all quit, you know, and then <laughs> they don't, and then you just go again, you know? And so, you know, and then the race is over and you're like, why didn't I just wait until the end and like go, you know, or whatever. Well, that's so, a perfect, that's a perfect one. Like not yeah. on the front. Don't, it's not just a fitness of how fast you can ride. Right. And, and I think, um, you know, I think it's like people, it's so hard, you know, especially like, you know, cause like I did come from that triathlon and I would get so frustrated and I'd get so mad at those guys. And, and I'd be like, Oh, come on guys. Let's just all ride at the front until you all get tired and then I'll keep going, you know? And, it, yeah. and, and they're like, go have fun, you know? Like, and so, yeah, it, it's, man, it's a, such a science. And I think it's, you know, compliments to you and, 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 you know, and Tom Danielson and, and all the other coaches I've had just along the way that I think, you know, have thrown different things in my mind. And now like, <clears throat> I'm always like, so, oh man, there's tons of different ways to come at it. But like one, like, you know, for me, like group rides, they teach such bad habits, you know? And so, Oh yeah. God, I gotta, I have to like put that as the, That might be the title here because you know my thoughts on group rides. Right. But it, it, there's, I think there's ways that you can do it. Right. Brendan, like, um, and I think it's when you're in a group ride, it's being aware and and using it as a practice scenario. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying, Hey, don't go do group rides. Like there's times and scenarios for them, but the, you know, like if we look at like any type of, um, training you know like you look at like uh, the marines right like you know, you know they're taught and they're ingrained and in, in like you know things are going crazy and they revert to what they know right like you know like that's why they do that training their basic you know like when bombs and things are going off and people are shooting at you you revert to what you know and that's why it's ingrained in them and i think that's the issue and and, and florida's a little worse because like florida's just flat and you can have rides of of 50 people plus, you know, and so what happens is in a race when shit hits the fan, what do you do? You revert to what you know, right? You know, and so you're, you're thinking, oh, I got to stay on that wheel and I got to close that gap or I can't, you know, and, and, and people haven't, if they haven't noticed it yet, like I do the opposite. Like, I mean, there's multiple times, you know, at, at some of the state championships, like, you know, we'll come out of a corner in a road race and I just know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, the first 10 guys are going to gun it and they're going to pedal as hard as they can over a thousand Watts for 15 or five seconds or whatever. And then everybody sits up and then the group's sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll come off of a corner every time and open a gap, not purposely open a gap, but I don't, I don't want to waste that match. You know, I just, I go, okay, I'll see you guys in 20 seconds. And most of the time people will just jump around you and fill the void in mm-hmm. and at all this match and I'm going you know and I just kept paddling 280 watts and I'm like right back with the group so that's the problem with the group ride is is you you know like I'll try to teach some of my athletes that and they're like no like you don't open gaps you know and people are yelling at them for this and that and 
so you got to kind of like, you know, train that, I guess, for the group ride. But I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, you know, learn how to ride group rides, you know, and then you got to like, you know, just as a triathlete, you got to become patient, you know, and go, okay, this, this is a long A lot of them just don't have confidence in their sprint. Like I know I didn't, you know, I still don't, you know, and it's like, go practice maybe your sprint, you know, you know, see if you can, and that's another whole different ball game. Cause that's timing, right? It's not necessarily like, can you get your five second power to X, you know, you're going, okay, how do I time this sprint and then, you know, hold it for 20 seconds or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know if that kind of answers your question yeah, a little no, bit, it, but it, it, the biggest thing I think is that you're always learning. Like you're still, you're, you have achieved so much and you're constantly looking to keep learning. You know, I always say that um, if somebody meets a coach that thinks they know everything, then you should probably move away from that person simply because training with power is still relatively new. The science is new. The, you know, there's always new analytics coming out. There's always new ways of approaching things. And I think sometimes we need to like slow it down and, uh, you know, but just keep feeding off of each other and learning more. Cause I mean, where we're going to be in 10 years, we're going to look back and be like, God, like we didn't even know anything back then. So it's just, keep trying to stay on the curve and, and on the knowledge. What, um, so my thing with group rides, the bad habits that I see is riders that go out for a four hour ride, let's say, and they've really, half of it is coasting. So my big thing is like, Hey, if you're going to go for a group ride, actually ride. Um, don't do a group ride three times a week because a group ride's most likely going to be a hammer fest unless you're in a group that's just riding endurance or whatever. So it's kind of out of your control. So it's a, you know, that's a training session and it might not really help you with your individual weaknesses. So, you know, do them infrequently. I think they're really good for new riders have to learn those pace changes and understanding what the surges are. And that's some things that the triathletes sometimes have an issue with because they don't really always train VO2 max or neuromuscular stuff. Um, what's maybe a bad habit that you think comes out of group riding too much besides the one you, I mean, I think the one you mentioned is really good. And then you only know that situation. Then you go race and it's a little bit different. Like you feel like you need to chase everything. You, you, you also are learning from people that might not give the best advice. You know, there's a lot of right. cycling coaches <laughs> and then there's everyone else. that's also a cycling coach. Like I remember people telling me stuff when I was a cat five and I'm like, you know, I had a coach and I was, you know, I'd, I'd hear these things and I'd go back and I'd be like, Hey man, like someone was talking about this tactic. And he would be like, that is not a race tactic that you want to use. Like this, and this is why and he would explain it. And so I think, you know, what, what's maybe one more thing. Cause I think it's a, this is a good, uh, we're picking on the things that you need to know to avoid maybe from being in a group ride. Do you have any others that off the top of your head? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, and I learned this from um, a running coach, um, uh, Jack Daniels. So he's he, world renowned. Um, he's got, you know, tons of books and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he, he always said, when you, when you walk out the door, um, you have a purpose or initiative for that day. You, you know, like there's, there's a, you know, you're not just going and riding or running or whatever, you know, like there's a purpose, right? You're like, what is, what is today's objective? And so that's, that's kind of something I've came at, it, you know, especially 
you know, here in Jacksonville, I mean, you, you can, you honestly could go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday and Sunday and do a group ride. I mean, if, if guys really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, now it's like having an initiative or a goal when I, when you go to these, these group workouts and stuff like that. And sometimes it's like what you're saying, like, there's one workout I give and it's like, I want the least amount of time in zone one possible. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, it's, you know, the workout's called like focus, you know, and it's like, I don't, I want two, three, and four, you know, I don't want anything on these ends. Right. Yeah. You know, cause a group ride, it's, it's pretty much here and here, you know, it's almost yeah. like a crit. Smash and, coast, smash yeah. coast. Right. And um, so, yeah. So like, that's one of the, the, you know, like one of the goals is like, okay, I want your zone one to be under 30%. And that's something I learned from you, you know, like when you go out and ride, like, I mean, I remember you're just like, dude, go pedal, you know, to stay on the pedals, like just, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, it was amazing because it, you know, you want to talk about like one of the systems that you probably don't work in a group ride is like muscular fatigue, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, because you got that coasting and that going. So, yeah, I mean, so like, I'll, I want my guys, they'll come back and have like, their best 90 minute powers ever. Right. Yeah, and I'm not talking amazing, about isn't it? normalized. I'm not talking about normalized. I'm talking about 90 minutes to steady. Pure, and, it's amazing. I love seeing that. It blows people's yeah, mind. Right. And so once they get that, then I'm going, dude, you just rode, you know, 89% or 92%, whatever for 90 minutes. Like who's going to mess with you in a race? Like they yeah. can't ride away from you, you know? And like, and so like that being one thing, but then also, you know, like we, we talk about the group ride and it's always like, you know, they're always like, Oh, just, you know, welding gaps, you know, as, as a, uh, like Frank Trevioso would say, you know, there's welding, yeah, well, close it down, close it down. And that's what the kind of the group ride is. And, and so I'll, I'll teach them like, Hey, you know, I'll sit on the front. Let's purposely let these three guys go up the road. We're going to slide back and then we're going to practice bridging to the gap, which is great practice, right? Like, Amazing. and you, where can you get that? You know, like, okay, you can send somebody out and say, Hey, you know, practice this interval, you're going to attack for 30 seconds and then, you know, ride at this for, you know, uh, two minutes and that's your bridge attack practice. But mm-hmm. in a group ride, you're going, it might take more than, it might take, you know, there's been times like, you know, you get out there and you're going, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it, but you got to like adjust on the fly. Right. You know, totally. you, you've definitely done that. Like you're, you're a breakaway specialist. And it's like, there's times like, oh, I'm going to close that. No problem. And then you get out there and you're going, Okay. Deep breath, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think those are really good things for group rides. I, I, Cause I don't want people to like, you know, push away the group rides, but I'm like, go out there, have an objective. What is it, you know, or is it on this sit on the front and I want you to do 30 second inter- anaerobic intervals, right? Mm-hmm. And then go sit in for four or five minutes, you know? And I think that's one of the, you know, workouts that you used to give me was like these, these 40 second efforts. And then it was like full recovery, like seven minutes, you know? And I was like, dang, I don't need seven minutes. But then after you do like four or five of them, you're like, yeah, I want all seven minutes. Yeah. You know? I, don't, I don't even want to start the next one, but yeah. it, so yeah, I think that's how I've had to really become creative is, you know, giving a goal, not just, Hey, go do the group ride, you know? Cause it, it really is like normally most athletes I bring on, you know, the first thing I look at is I'm like, Hey, 62 percent of your time you're in zone one you know here's your group rides they're they're not you know but it's it's tricky for some athletes that are not super strong um 
you know, like you and I, we, we can do our own. I mean, we could do VO2 intervals on the group ride and then sit in and recover. And, and, you know, but you try to tell that to somebody else, they almost have to like check their ego at the front door. And the way like our, our course is set up sometimes is, hey, you can pull outside of the group, do your four minute interval. And then when you're done, pull off. And then you're going to have to maybe make a U-turn and catch the group at the next turn or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just your, that's going to be the day, you know, it ain't, don't, yeah. I mean, and it's not about winning the group ride either too. Like maybe the goal is to go out there and be tired, you know, and Hey, you already, you've already had two hard workouts this week. The group ride is just empty in the tank. Right. It's going to, you know, and then you got two easy days. So I think there's a hundred different ways you can come at it, Brendan. And, and, yeah, it's just getting really creative. And um, that's, that's the way I would push people is like, Hey, like, we've got to come up with a goal, you know? Um, and, and goals is when you, you definitely, you know, there's the difference of training and there's a difference of exercising. Like, are you just doing a bunch of random workouts or are, do you have a goal? And I think having purpose for the day is a really excellent way of putting it because you're talking about having these on the road adjustments and in this age and Raleigh kind of hit on this Raleigh doesn't train with power and he's kind of seen everybody is so focused only on Watts these days. And I really mm-hmm. think it's within the past five years that everyone is just FTP. What's my VO2 max, da, 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 all the numbers, but it's, you know, they can tell you what they can do for 20 minutes. They can tell you what they, they can do for five minutes. They know they're maybe the 30 minute power, but it's like, okay, now go do this weird interval where your power is not, just a five by five or it's not just this like computerized thing that we're doing like intervals are important but having the ability to think and adjust on the fly and understanding even things of like how to execute intervals like how to properly um ride the bike when as you said before shit hits the fan (laughs) um yeah i think yeah it's there's a lot of things and checking the ego is definitely Uh, something that we all have to remind ourselves to do because it's you know I had an athlete that was talking about wanting to do the group ride but also wanted to do the intervals and I said well do the intervals first make those really quality and then ride to your ride and they're like well I might really have to hang on like well are you okay with that are you trying are you trying to win the race that you're training for or do you have to win every Tuesday night yeah and it was kind of I mean I my first coach Jason said that to me one time he's like do you want to win on Tuesday or do you want to win on the weekend? And I was like, I want to win on the weekend. He's like, okay, then do this. Um, And I think it's tough for all of us. You know, you ride against people when you're tired and you're like, I can usually beat this person. Why am I not crushing them? Well, that's part of the, that's part of the plan. So you can hopefully crush someone even bigger down the road. Um, Yeah. And that's, I agree with you. That's kind of my forte is, you know, I'll show up on Tuesday or Thursday nights sometimes and, you know, they think they've started to learn, but like, you know, I had done four hours that morning, you know, so I'm, you know, by the end of the group ride, I'm six hours in and, and I'm, and I'm cramping and I'm, I'm just seeing stars and they're all looking at me like, you okay? And I'm like, you know, again, I'm not here to empty or to win the, the group ride Thursday night. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm six hours in. I like, I'm freaking, I'm toasted yeah. and I know I'm going to, you know, and like, well, you know, we'll come down the, the final stretch and I'm, I'm not trying to win the sprint. I just sit at the front and go, okay, when you guys want to go by, go by, but I'm, I'm going full gas. This is all I got left, you know? And it's, I mean, the tank is empty and there's been a couple, you know, days recently where I'm like, man, that was, that was deep. I don't know if I should have done that, you know, but that's, I agree with you a hundred percent is like, Hey, 
we're not, yeah, do you want to win this weekend or do you, you know, and that it's perfect. It makes sense. Go do your work and then go play, you know, mm -hmm. like why not? You know? Yeah. So yeah. What's, sure. um, what do you have as any habits or routines besides, you know, we'd said, Hey, sometimes a four hour ride is in four hours. There's the before the after I've talked to you before about, you know, I had an uh, injury around my Achilles and you would help me with some foam rolling techniques of the actual technique. Don't just roll it. Hey, sit on this. Um, let the blood flow come back in. You know, once you take your leg off the foam roller, a little bit different techniques with pressure, what kind of habits do you maybe have, whether it be something as simple as, hey, I stretch or, hey, I foam roll um, or, hey, I take, you know, I drink this smoothie or I have this. What are a couple of things that Owen is like, you're doing them? Man, you know, when I'm really spot on, it, yeah, it, it is a, you know, we talk about is all the little things. Mm -hmm. you know because most people are out there riding their bikes you know they're they're getting the time in and it's like you know what are the little things like we're what are we doing to allow our uh, bodies to recover from what we did right because you know stress plus recovery equals optimum performance you know like that's it's not just hey keep beating yourself down and then you know the military mentality like you're gonna get bigger and stronger like no so yeah i mean Foam rolling is definitely one of them. Like uh, when, when I uh, used to be more in the running game, like that was something that was just a big component because I would deal with people that um, I'd fit them for shoes and like they'd come in and, you know, oh, my knee's killing me. And, you know, and it's like, it's, it's my shoes, you know, and you're like, you know, that's like saying your car is, you know, bumpy and it's because of the tires. Like, you know, your alignment's off, you're, you have no mobility, your chassis sucks. So, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is people got to realize is, is um, when you go out and work out, you're creating like scar tissue, adhesions, you know, trigger points all up. You know, I mean, you're just beating your body up. And so it's like, I think foam rolling is like brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. I think that's how important it is. And if anybody can take anything away from what we say today is like foam rolling is like brushing your teeth. I mean, you're literally getting the crap off your muscles, you know, the plaque and the the buildup. And that's just going to make your life 500 times better from everything, you know, just, you know, the mobility in your foot and ankles, like these guys, a lot of, a lot of my buddies, like, man, when I was first showing up to a couple of those time trials, man, I'm doing like these dynamic warm ups and I'm foam rolling in the parking lot. And, and <laughs> I mean, they're all looking over me like, who is this nutcase, you know, doing, yeah. you know, squat lunges, you know, I mean, this, you know, and I got on the bike, man, and I was ready like i you know blood was everywhere and i was ready to pump so i think that's the biggest thing is there's definitely this um like i think my runners are real real religious with it right man they're gonna spend the extra time to get up and foam roll and stretch really well dynamic warm-up and then when they get done same thing that you know they're they're hopping in the ice bath or they're they're doing all these other things at the end where you know like you said we're already four hours before we even start to put our clothes on and, and all this other stuff. And, and it's hard. So I get to people, I'm like, Hey, just get into a good routine where like, okay, you, you brush your teeth, you brush your muscles, and then you go to bed, you know, you kind of create these protocols. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, while you're, while you're drinking your coffee and you're, you know, you're watching the end of the tour, you got your foam roller there and you're, you're going through your protocol. So 
for me, like, man, if I was just to like say one big thing, I think it's definitely foam rolling um, mm -hmm. and doing it correctly is, is, is part of the thing too. And so I, I've always been a big component of the company called TP therapy or, or trigger point therapy, mm -hmm. but they, um, you know, Cassidy's the owner there or, or was the owner, but just very motivational, but he, he t shows you how to do it. You know, it's like handing somebody a toothbrush the first time and they're like, what do I do with this? You know? Yeah. And, um, and, and most people, you're right. You know, they, they, they got the gun and they're, what's, what you actually doing with it? You know? Um, but no, I mean, the, the other stuff is pretty standard. You know, I, I, I tend to do some BCAs, um, you know, the protein afterwards and stuff like that. When, you know, when I'm really, really just on it. Um, I, I like, uh, you know, B12 injections. Okay. Uh, I know some people are anti, you know, Hey, what, what should we, what can we put in our bodies? What can't we put in our bodies? But, you know, B12 is, you know, everything on that is the positive I've heard. And then I'll do some of the cryotherapy sometimes too. You're about to be on the lactigo train once you try that stuff out. Oh uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for that to come in, you know, cause I, uh, well, I won't throw anything else out there that, you know, I tried in the past and that did or didn't work, but yeah, dude, I, this is I, game. I tried some stuff before nationals and I was like, why am I cramping everywhere? And I was like, Oh man, I'm never trying from short duration stuff to, I just did almost seven hours at 300 and uh, just under 15 Watts. <sighs> um, it, it's the recovery. I, yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to hear from a guy like you once you try that. Um, so that's really good. I love the brushing the muscles. That's a great way. I, I love that. The stick, they, I don't know if they still call it that. They want the little beads on it. Yep. I'm amazed that when I come back from a five, six hour ride before I even get in the shower, even just like in 60 seconds, IT yep. band quad, IT band quad, maybe hamstring and my glute, just the little bit of love before like everything else in life starts happening makes a little difference. And like mm -hmm. you're saying, like making coffee, I'm doing like a yoga stretch. I'm getting my hips warmed up. I'm getting the blood flowing. Like I just think that those little things, they make such a big difference. It's uh, incredible, especially as we get older. Like I hate saying it, but yeah. you're now in the 40 plus category. I'm about to be there in a couple of years. Oh, which I'm super pumped for, but <laughs> I mean, dude, you are the, uh, Raleigh is 29. And so he's like, Brendan, you're my inspiration. I said, dude, I don't want to be the inspiration. I want to be inspired. And I said, I'm inspired by Owen shot because he's the guy who you're like, who's that guy crushing all the masters riser. Oh, oh, Owen's doing the crit before our crit. And then he's going to be on the podium for the P one, two crit. Okay. Who the hell is this dude? He's a machine. Um, so you had mentioned uh, Utah being a couple of the best performances. What do you think? I mean, you're a road race national champion for the Masters 35 plus. I'm guessing that would be, do you consider that your biggest win or what's your best performance? And tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that man, that one is, um, it's gotta be up there, you, you know, cause I, I was, I was thinking about it the other day. And, you know, just from my numbers, you know, like the numbers were, I mean, almost all record numbers. I mean, it was one of those days that Athens is at Athens last year, that, that probably would have been right up in there. And, and most people would probably go, okay, a road race national masters championship or, you know, fourth place at, you know, at Athens twilight. 
uh, you know, it's pretty close. Um, so those are probably the two. And I, and I probably got good stories on both of them. But, you know, the Masters Nationals was one of those, like, I went in, I had a teammate, you know, and, and his goal was just to kind of cover stuff the first lap or two. And, and then I just knew my fitness was there. I, I, it was like 10 days before I had done the group ride and, and, you know, just something stupid. I normalized like, you know, 390 for like an hour and 15 minutes, which, you know, that's like six Watts per kilo for me, you know? And, and so I like the, I didn't even say, I just said, I'm ready. Like it wasn't like, yeah. And I knew going in. So, yeah. So I got, you know, I think a lot of people were watching, you know, the, um, the guys that won, you know, were up top in the time trial that, that weekend, um, you know, Jonathan Jacobs and, and, um, you know, it was one of those things. He was the defending champ. The course played out well. So everybody's watching him and, and like you and a handful of guys got up the road and I was just like, I was getting frustrated. I mean, just my teammate was gone. And I, I was just like, you know, I had to tell myself, be patient. It's a long, long day. And long um, day in Georgia. Yeah, I think I finally looked. Yeah. I finally like, looked you, over at, uh, you know, Jonathan and I said, dude, like, let's go together. I, I know we can bridge this gap, you know? And, and, and so, you know, yeah, I, on the, the finish line Hill, it's, it's about a minute and 20 seconds or something like that. And I went up that thing at, you know, I think for, I was like 10 Watts per kilo for like a minute up it, you know? So I was over 600 Watts, just, just flying up that thing. And I turn around and it was him, um, Ariel Herman, who ended up winning nationals this year. And that that is another part of it is like, if you look at that race, how many national champions actually were in that day, you know, uh, Jaden was up the road with you who ended up winning the crit the next day. I mean, it, it was just a loaded field. Um, you know, so we end up bridging across and that effort for me to bridge was, you know, I think I went like 380 for 20 minutes. Um, so it's just all the numbers were there. And so I got there and you could tell like some guys were tired. I think you were still feeling pretty good. Mm. And all of a sudden we turned around and yeah, well, we, there was like seven of us and all of a sudden, like, we don't even do a half a lap and there's five of us. Mm-hmm. you know and I, and I just looked at everybody and I said dude this is the podium we all need to work like let's yeah. just go everybody rotate and I'm feeling amazing man I'm I'm you know I think I you know I had to go back talk to Bruno Bruno if you don't work I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. start attacking you or something you know so Bruno started working so yeah we we made it you know we we got a pretty good gap and then it was like a lap to go we came up that first hill and I was like man I'm gonna I'm just going to see, see what happens. And I hit it and literally got rid of Bruno and Ariel. Um, and you were like, you were on the, the little, what was that? The rivet or the string, man, you were hanging on. And I was like, okay, me and Jonathan are gone. And you just kind of rolled us back. And I was like, okay, there's three of us, you know? And then I think the next hill I went again and you finally were like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> like, oh, Let's go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know but I'm I'm a buck 45 going up these hills and you know and you're just like hey man steady on the hill and this is a lesson that I learned right like go up the hill steady and then when you come over the top of them freaking then hit it you know and at that time I didn't know I was just like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I gotta do and um but yeah I don't know if I ever told you I was probably 
I think we came through the 15 K to go sign. Okay. And I'm cramping. I'm cramping bad. Like I'm like every time like you would kind of make a surge. I had to like stand up. I couldn't surge sitting down because I would cramp and I had two gels left. I don't know how I had two gels left, but I literally opened them both at the same time and like took two power gels and I, you know, had a half a bottle of water and just chugged the rest of it. And that's probably with like 15 K to go. And I was like, dang, dude, I just got to like get there. I was like, oh, I got, a, I got a top three, you know? And I was like kind of pumped. And then I got a, a text message. This was at the time where I'd linked my phone to my Garmin and I got a text message from my um, teammate. He's like, you can do it, you know, focus. Oh my and, God, dude. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you're right. You know, like I'm here. And, um, at the time, Damn I was him. Working, yeah. <laughs> and at the time, um, I was working with, uh, Tommy Danielson. Um, he was coaching me and, um, we had had gone out and I'd done a camp with him out in Tucson and Tom had, uh, it, it basically like there's a big camp and a bunch of guys in it we were all, you know, just kind of working. And then and all of a sudden that, it's like me and Tom left, you know, and we're just flying and, and, and Tom keeps attacking me. Right. And I'm like, you, you ain't got none for me. You know, this is, you know, like a little idle to me. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not letting Tommy go. And then we, we came over the next hill and I was like, I'm going to punch him as hard as I can on this next hill. And like, I went and I put him in the hurt locker, but he brought me back. And so then he sat on me the rest of the ride and we got done. And he goes, he goes, dude, you got to wait. He goes, you got to wait. You should have just played possum with me, you know, and let me go a couple more times and then really hit me when I was, when it was just all done and you could see the finish line. So I'm sitting there in that breakaway with the two of you and I'm going, just wait, just wait, you know, it's uphill finish, just wait. And you attacked with what? Was it 3k or 2k to go? Uh, yeah, before, cause I was like, I gotta wait. I was so the last lap I was, messed up i had been out there all day yeah i uh, just did way too much work and i was like my explosiveness these guys i don't stand a chance right now i'm gonna try and sneak away and hopefully they because i'm trying to remember how it played out i was thinking that you might not chase and i was i didn't know jonathan then but he had mm -hmm. the pistol kit on and i i was like i recognized his name from something i'm like you know what he might not want to chase and he might try and make Owen chase and maybe yeah. they just look at each other. So it was like, yeah. there's that portion where you come over that like kind of long roller and then it's mm -hmm. downhill into the finish. And like right yeah. before we were cresting that as I think is when I tried to get away and he chased me down, I believe. Yeah. So that, so it's three K cause you, when you hit the bottom of the hill, it's one K to go. And then it's, you know, it's one K to the finish pretty much. But yeah, so that was totally, uh, yeah, he went, or you went, and he didn't even hesitate. Like, he didn't even look at me. He just, he, he just came. like. Like, I looked back, and I was like, damn it, I'm going to get yeah. caught. So he went, and I was right then, I was like sitting there, and I'm going, dude, I'm getting this free ride. You yeah. just made your move. And I was like, I'm going to go. And then I said, you know, I heard him, my coach in the back of my head said, and then I kind of was like, well, dang, Jonathan just pulled him back, you know, like he's going to do the same. And like, we had, we weren't to the hill yet. And so I was like, I was like, nah, just be patient. So yeah, he pulled you back. And then we all kind of just looked at each other, looked at each other. Like, yeah, and they're like, all right. Yeah. And I was like, this is about to go down in two seconds. And yeah. 
it ain't going. Yeah, to yeah. He hit off. he hit the hill. He went, and I, I mean it was almost identical to the next year. But um, you know, he went, and I was like just right on him. I was like, you ain't going anywhere, you know. And I, I kind of looked back, and we'd gapped you, and so he looked back at me, and I mean just like the split second that he turned around, I was just like, go gone. And you know, and this is one of those... him so much that I caught him. Yeah. And then he was like, hell no. And he took off. He took and off. I was yeah. like, Oh, that was a beat down on the hill. Yeah. So and that, I, I would say that was definitely it. And that, and that was another one, man. Like we're three and a half hours in, I think that what race was. And I was still able to do like 600 Watts for a, a minute again, which is, you know, like nine, nine Watts per kilo. I'd already thrown down 3000 kilojoules easy, you know, and it was like, there's the kill shot was there. So it was just yeah. all these little things came, came together, um, you know, perfectly. And it, it, you know, again, it is looking back and like, you know, the following year you go on to win, you know, Jonathan had won, so won the previous year. So you literally had the three guys who won, yeah. you know, the three, all three years. And so it was just, I think that was kind of epic. I mean, Athens was kind of similar. Well, I don't know, you know, Athens, I was like, should I even do this race? You know, Dude, I couldn't or, believe it when somebody told me this. I'm like, what the master's race? They're like, no, the pro race. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had one of my buddies who I, I really look up to that's been in this, you know, the cycling area forever. And, and he's like, dude, that he's like, yeah, same thing. He, you know, he's just like, that's epic, you know, and huge. And it was one of those, the best thing I think everybody needs to learn from that though, is um, I, that race. And so a lot of people think of crits, right. And, you know, you want to talk about this wah, off, wah, you know, and it, my highest five second power for that race was 761 watts five seconds 761 so look out however you want you know like because I'll, I'll look i look at a lot of files and i'm like you got to smooth it out you got to smooth it out and like no it was a crit man it was like da, da, da. and i'm like dude if i can you know do it at athens twilight you know and, and i hit i hit a thousand but like you know i mean it was like i remember i gapped the a couple guys one time and they're yelling at me and I'm like, dude, calm down. I'll be there in just a second. Let me close yeah. it back down. And ah. even like, like I did it for Frank one time and he, he kind of gave me a little wink and he's like, thanks man. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to leave you like that, you know? And um, so yeah, that was another epic race that just, it could have played totally different. And I, um, yeah, I just got gapped and, and going into one of the corners, I didn't have enough, um, testicular fortitude as some people would say and uh danny summerhill went in he, he just kept going into turn one at like two miles an hour faster than i wanted to every time and i was like dude I, you know i just yeah. didn't have the the bike skills that he had and and so yeah he gapped us and then i just i kind of i should have just closed it down and i kind of played that oh, i'll let the other two guys do it and um diaz just jumped us and then i was like Oh God, I mean, yeah. we're in trouble now. So it's interesting that you bring up the power and crits because a lot of people, you know, I was talking mm. to a woman and she's going from cat three, getting into the P one two. And I'm like, you know, a lot of times the people that are going on, off, on, off, on, off, that's the washing machine. That's the middle group of people that aren't winning that are eventually going to get dropped. They're just, they're in the rubber band. It mm -hmm. gets strung out and everyone, the, the leaders 
are trying to be smooth with their power. They're going to be attacking. And before we're talking to bridging to a break, they might let a few guys go waiting till if there's a feature like a small climb, they're bridging. They're doing a two-minute, three-minute VO2 max effort. Right. They don't want to be doing 1,000 watts, 1,200 watts over and over and over again. So I think it's really important that athletes hear that, especially coming from a guy like you that does so well on crits that – some people might say, Owen's not, Owen's not a crit rider. He doesn't sprint all the time. It's like, yeah, he can put out 360 watts for way longer than the race is even going to last. That's how right. this guy wins these crits that he, that he does so well in. So it's just changing the mindset of how people approach a race. But I think it also addresses the fact that you're able to look at your skill set and say, hey, I'm good at these things. How do I apply that to doing well in this race? Right. As opposed to, I think a lot of people see a race and they're like, okay, I got to be able to sprint this to win a crit. No, like right. my mindset is I'm trying to turn this thing into a time trial. Right. If it comes down to 20 of us, I'm not winning. Like right. I need yeah. to put in some efforts that separate us. So, um, Dude, this has been incredible. You have such a depth of knowledge. I think my last question for you as we come upon an hour is what are your, you know, COVID's been a, you know, I know between talking to us, one of your big things was going to be going out to Vancouver in 2020 for the Masters Worlds. What do you see on the outlook for 2021 as your big goals that you're trying to hit? Because You've been telling me that you're going back in a triathlon, which um, makes me a little sad, but I understand because yeah. you can also still race master stuff. So maybe we're going to hear some tri goals in there. Um, and what kind of, what keeps you motivated, man? I mean, maybe it's just that you're a lifelong athlete, um, but everyone is sort of motivated by different things in the sport. Because like you're saying, I think we're lucky having coaching businesses where I look at part of my riding as part of work. Um, but what keeps you going, man? Like you love to ride, you love to train. Um, so I guess I'm throwing a lot in this one question, but goals and motivation. Yeah. Um, you know, so the motivation has been definitely difficult this year and and it's gotten harder, um, as the year's gone on. Cause you know, I just kept having this, like this glimmers, right. You know, okay, we're just, we'll move the date back or, you know, and so, you know, and for me, it was like, I didn't really need to be ready until September. So when everything popped up, I was like, oh, we're, we're doing worlds. Like, you know, I'm, my focus is there. Um, and so then, yeah, when they, when they threw worlds out, I was like, okay, nationals is still a possibility. You know, I'm, I'm 40 plus, I'll be the new guy. Um, so, you know, maybe I can go there and, and, and pull one or two titles. Um, but yeah, it, then it, it just went away and, you know, we've got our state, we've got both of our state championships that are going to happen here in October. And it's like, it, it's been difficult. So it's been more actually for me, um, one of my athletes and, and teammates is going really well right now, um, Will Jessup. And so that's been actually my motivation is to to show up well for him. I mean, uh, to, yeah. you know, com- you know, anybody that watches this, you know, if I go up the road, you probably should turn around and go back, you know, like, but, um, you know, yeah, I really want to, that's been my motivation lately is just for him and some of my other athletes that I'll, I'll get the opportunity to race with in age group championships and stuff like that. So that's that kind of, 
as you know, Brendan, you, you know, you get athletes that maybe you're race with or something like that, you know, it's, it's kind of a bittersweet when they win and you don't win. And, and you're like, man, that's just as exciting for me. Yeah. Um, you know, last year at the state championships, I didn't, I didn't win any state titles and, you know, but like my athletes just had lined them up. I mean, just podium after, I think I had 11 podiums or something like that. And I was just like, awesome sold, you know? So yeah, that's been my motivation as of lately is more just for my teammates and, and some of my athletes wanting to help them. Um, so yeah, so for, for 21, 21 goals, you know, yeah, off the record, I, you know, I, I was like, man, this is going on the internet. Yeah, this is going on the internet. So, um, yeah, I, I really had kind of thought about um, Ironman Florida in uh, 2021. Uh, there's a lot of different things. I, I never really got to um, have my best uh, running marathon. And, um, you know, I had, had some good half marathon times and, and stuff like that. And I think I could get back to, you know, where I could run, you know, six minute pace for a marathon. And then, um, yeah, this, the Ironman kind of falls into play. You know, I look at some of these, these power profiles for some of these athletes that are winning these races and I'm going, Holy cow, you know, the, the dude averaged whatever. I'm like, I can do that for four hours and 20 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I really like big hindsight. I, I'd love to go to Ironman Florida and win. Mm-hmm. Um, just to say it, you know, check Ironman off the bucket list. I've never done the full, I've, I've done a couple halves, you know, and then still have some fitness to go race with my teammates, you know, compete in some masters events. But that was, again, that was before this year started, you know, and, and, you know, going into this year, I, I really wanted to, I thought I had a great opportunity to go to the world championships. It was a, it was a mountaintop finish in Vancouver. So it, it climbed, it's like a 20 or 30 mile climb, you know? And I was like, dude, sign me up like that you know, all day yeah. long. Yeah. I don't know if you looked at the course, but it, you know, it was like, you got to climb like an hour or something like that. You know, so, I didn't realize that. Why was I planning to go? <laughs> uh, no, that, that when I saw that course and like I had uh, messaged one of my other buddies, he's like, yeah, I've done that climb. He's like, it's epic, you know, and it's not like a, a you know, straight up, but I mean, it's still 3% or 4% the whole way, you know, it's yeah. a good Mount Mitchell or Mount Lemon, you know, and, and those have, I've done really good on those. And so, yeah, it was, that's still, I guess I'm kind of going to see what happens with worlds where they're going to put the course, you know, if it plays out well, then I, I might just say, okay, we'll give it one more year. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like Ironman's not going to be there the following year. Uh, so yeah, right now I'm kind of in the wash machine, just trying to figure it out. And Cool. That's fair. They're all lofty goals, whichever ones you decide on. That's for sure. It's yeah. awesome. I think a trip to Vancouver would be fun either way. I think that was my big motivation. I was like, oh, you know what? Like when we got to race in France together, yeah, uh, in Fondo Worlds, just going over there, being there, you know, um, some people will be like, dude, it's a Grand Fondo. And I'm like, you go race with the dudes. Yeah. A Grand Fondo over there to them is a bike race. race yeah. You're worse. Yeah. Call it what you want, man. We, we did that when you were off the front. And, and I remember when we were chasing you back on the one climb, I was like, oh, I'm going to attack on this climb and, and bridge across. And it was a 10-minute climb. And I, I went like, I had to hold like 406 watts up the climb. And I mean, 
or something. I was like, dude, these guys are for real, you know? Dude, so. we went through, I was with maybe six guys and there were times where like, I'm going to get popped out of this break. And yeah. we were going through some of those little towns and just ripping at an uncomfortably <laughs> fast pace. Like mm-hmm. when we're talking about bike skills, I'm like, I do not have these on these little roads. Like this is gnarly. And one guy from Belgium, yeah. I think he actually eventually popped. He was hammering just so hard up these up these little like rollers and climbs. I was like, dude, this is this is gonna be a long day. But um, yeah. man, Owen, thank you for sh- sharing your time and knowledge and experience. And this is gonna be extremely valuable for so many people. Uh, I look forward to once the COVID passes and we can get yeah. some rides in down in Florida, especially as the weather cools off up here. And, um, yeah, man, really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, brother. And, um, yeah, this, yeah, when you get down here, let me know. and We'll definitely go for some rides. I like that because when you were talking, like, I'm down in Fort Lauderdale, you're in Jacksonville. Like, dude, I know it's not directly on the way, but I will definitely have to make a pit stop. And now that Nationals is in Florida next year, they just released that, uh, we're going to have to do some scouting for sure. Yeah, I'm literally I, – I can ride to the course in less than 40 minutes, so I'm on, on the course. So, yeah. I mean, they're gonna, I think they're going to change the course this next year, but that's that's a whole other thing. So okay, well, yeah. it'll be good to see. Uh, we'll go ride the old course then, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. We'll have a All great right. week. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Yeah.